Welcome to the Kupinger Call Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinbart. I'm the Director of the Practice Identity and Access Management here at Kupinger Call Analysts. My guest today is, for the first time, not an analyst, but one of the important people in the background of Kupinger Call. My guest today is Jörg Resch. He is one of the founders of Kupinger Call Analysts, and he's the mastermind behind the EIC agenda every year. Hi, Jörg. Good to see you. Hi, Matthias. I'm pleased to be your guest. Great to have you. And we want to continue a discussion that I started with with Alexei a few weeks ago. We talked about the role and the importance and yeah, the, the role and the importance of, of um, generative artificial intelligence, machine learning. Um, there's a big buzz around chat GPT and image creation. And we want to have a, a, a kind of a different perspective on that topic. Um, what is your First statement when it comes to talking about JetGPT, about DALL-E, about all these generative uh, machine learning algorithms that everybody is currently trying out. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Thank you. Um, with JetGPT and similar generative pre-learned, uh, pre-trained transformers, um, that's uh, the acronym ChatGPT. Uh, um, I think that a new—it's not—it's more than just a software. It's—it's it's a new kind of platform, or would we say, a new medium, which is which is now entering uh, our the way we are working, the way we are uh, living together in a very high speed. I think there hasn't been any service application before that created so many users in such a short time so this is this is something very new and it seems to be very attractive to to us humans to um to deal with those uh, gpts as um how did i put it for for us it is very unusual that other species or systems are able to use our language there hasn't been there there is nothing around aside from from ourselves now as ChatGPT, this is changing there is some some machines who have learned using our language and that's that's a great thing for us isn't it it is and if we consider ourselves also to be defined from a more philosophical point of view, also being defined through language and through the way how we can communicate and that we do communicate with each other. Um, we are adding another, yeah, you say species, another conversation partner to the, to the, to the conversation and to the, to the way we are interacting with our outside world. How does it change if the other person in air quotes, is no longer a person, not longer a carbon-based life form, but a technology that has been pre-trained. What does it mean? How does that change the way of interacting? Interesting question. I think I, I, I've talked to quite a few people about that, and some of them admitted that there are some evenings where maybe together with a glass of wine, they prefer talking to something like ChatGPT instead of people. So, so these things start to occur and happen. Um, but aside from that, um, we should not 
we should not compare ourselves to these kinds of machines. This is something very, very different. Um, AIs, as we know them today, those generative AIs, they are very different uh, to humans and the way we are thinking. You know, the, the, the human brain is the most fascinating system in this world. It is, it contains of, I think it's 90 billion neurons, which are uh, connected uh, with many other neurons. It's extremely complex of a machine and it is working. Uh, it's powered by, I think, 15 or 20 watt. So it doesn't consume a lot of energy. Um, it is, each neuron is an analog device. It cannot store just zeros and ones. It's so it can store uh, many different information. Um, so there is there is an endless room of dimensions we we can take advantage of, which is sometimes triggered by emotions, by by hormones, or by by chemical substances like drugs or alcohol. So. You know, this is an extremely complex machine and it probably will never be uh, simulated in a way that we could say this is very, this, this is another, another um, human-like um, 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 existence, um, a creature. This will never be the case. We, so we don't talk about, about, um, Systems that self-reflect, they do not know who they are. We do know who we are. So there is no, we should not waste any time to compare uh, those intelligences with what we are. But uh, nevertheless, those are artificial intelligences. They are artificial and intelligence, if we define it as, as something that can solve problems, we get into an, a discussion area where we can now start to understand how generative AI will change the way we work in future time and how fast this probably will happen. This is a much more important discussion than something like, you know, mathematicians like to do whether uh, artificial intelligence is similar to human intelligence. That doesn't play a big role. Right. If we talk about JetGPT, where it adds value, if, it, if you look at it mm. for, for, for a second just as a tool, where does it, where should it, and where can it support the way we are doing business today, how we are working today? How will it influence, from your perspective, the way we will do, um, how we will interact in working life um, in, say, six months from now? Mm hmm Six months is a very short period of time. I've I've started using ChatGPT as an amplifier. You know, I have I have a thought, and I I use ChatGPT to to um, shorten the time from from idea to concept. Still, the idea is mine. I try to to have ChatGPT as a tool, use it as a tool, and try to get better using ChatGPT than not using it. And this, most of the time, I have to say, um, uh, works out pretty well. 
So for me, if I create a document or a concept or maybe an Excel sheet or whatever, um, doing it with ChatGPT means I need less time for a better result. Still, I need to have the capability to find out whether the uh, the content generated by ChatGPT is uh, correct, is true, is uh, something I would I would uh, put myself behind and say that that could be done by me as well. Um, we know of the problem that ChatGPT sometimes is inventing facts or you know is is not disclosing sources of something it is pretending or is is uh, trying to present as a fact. So that sometimes needs further um, further confirmation through other sources. Uh, but in general, of course, it's for me it's a great tool and it will it will immensely uh, increase my ability to output concepts in future time. Right, but what you've said uh, offers or shows a, a large level or huge level of self-discipline. Uh, so it's a kind of guided content creation, controlled, managed control, uh, content creation, um, but you are influencing that in a, in a strong way so that it really forms the thoughts that you are aiming at. Um, I don't expect that everybody who uses such a technology will apply that level of discipline, that level of management, that level of control, and also checking back whether the output is really what they want it to be. Do you see a danger in that, that it's really just running loose? Well, like with each technology, um, there is always the risk of dual use. You might have heard of that uh, occurrence that I think it wasn't ChatGPT, it was a different generative AI that created 40,000 bad molecules that could be used to, you know, poison somebody or create a chemical weapon, um, artificial molecule, molecules, 40,000 in six hour, hours time. So that can be used by people who should not be able to get a hold of such information. So there's the problem of dual use. We haven't used anything else as well. That's nothing new with ChatGPT. And then, of course, there is the challenge that those uh, language models like GPT, they need to rely on huge quantities of content that is out there in the internet. Um, and if AIs like ChatGPT start creating content themselves, this content will be feeded to other AIs. And those AIs then will use the AI-generated content again. And there will be no instance in between verifying that content trying to find out whether this is fake or it isn't fake. So we might see a fastly um, dec a fast deconstruction deconstru of reality and truth in the internet. That's the highest risk I would suppose. And this is this is the area where we need 
we need some sort of governance. We need some sort of, of regulation and probably the need to, to mark and sign unchecked uh, AI-created content. Yeah, I think that is an important factor, this echo chamber, so that you again and again add content that has been created through an artificial intelligence being reused as training material afterwards and then being the basis yeah. for a new generation. I think yeah. this is really a, really a threat, and, but, but, but a threat to this actually useful tool. If we look into the future regarding the evolution of the technology, uh, what do you expect for JetGPT or all these GPTs in general to happen to be the next steps? I know predictions are difficult, but what do you see or what has been announced? Mm. We, we see that um, I think this year, this week on Thursday, Microsoft might uh, announce uh, GPT-4 as the new basis that is being integrated into Office 365. Some additional features with a significantly larger uh, language model. We, we have heard some figures uh, flying around, but they have not been confirmed, so I would not mention them. But that new GPT-4 will be significantly larger and it, we can expect that it will be better. And sooner or later, it also will be connected to the internet in real time. For now, GPT-3 had been trained on a fixed amount of data. I think it was some 45 terabytes of data, 175 billion words or uh, um, um, nodes. And, um, but it, it didn't, you know, it, that was not, um, dynamic. It was a fixed, a fixed, uh, part of the internet. Now, this will be more dynamic in future time. And we will, we can expect that the results will be much better and it will improve day by day. The usage of ChatGPT, uh, will help ChatGPT to get better every, every day, every second. So it will be, um, it will be great to see how this AI will work in half a year or one year's time, maybe with video added, with um, with with uh, sound added, natural sound, so that uh, you, that it's not not only writing that you also can listen to a, a nice voice, maybe with with a video behind whatever. So. This will be changing everything we have so far experienced with the digital world. Add metaverse, add other concepts which are out there right now. We Then we can imagine what this will mean to our cultural lives, to our social lives, and of course, uh, to the way how we are working. I think within the next three to five years, the way we are working will dramatically change. If I look into our own company, I know this will cause some discussion, and I'll tell you now, but I think that in five years' time, not even 5% of what we do today will be done by humans in future time, in five years' time. Right, so we are at the beginning of an, of an, of an evolution that we cannot stop. We just need to 
understand it and embrace it. Uh, I think that is yeah. an important part here. Um, and finding the right five percent that we will still be continuing to do might be the might be the challenge yeah. there. Uh, and I think that's that's really what we should be aiming at. So really embracing it, understanding it as far as we can, and continuing that discussion. And that brings me to my final question for today. I've mentioned you are the, the, the mastermind of the EIC agenda. EIC, our conference in Berlin in May, is coming up quite quickly. Um, I want to continue this discussion with different uh, standpoints regarding how we can look at this um, jet GPT and all these machine learning models. And we will continue that discussion also at EIC. Maybe you can mention a bit of your, a few of your thoughts uh, of how we can continue that discussion at EIC. Oh, I think it will play a role in at least half of the sessions at EIC in some, at some point. Also, there will be ChatGPT um, and uh, generative AI-specific sessions, like, for example, an introductory workshop, um, pre-conference workshop on Tuesday, May 8th, um, with you and with uh, Patrick Parker from Empower ID. Um, I, I have had a lot of discussions with uh, Patrick Parker, and it is amazing how he has been, how, how creatively he has been using JetGPT to create some awesome results. I couldn't believe those results. And as you know, he, he, he's a CEO of a software company. So the way how they use it in their software company to change the way how they produce software is just amazing. That will be a great training to get better at prompting with generative AIs like ChatGPT. That's a great session you should you should um, uh, register for. It's an invitational because we have large interest. So you should, if you already have an EIC ticket, you should use that feature that you can uh, create a request for invitation for that session. That's an important thing. And of course, there will be... Um, a lot of things around metaverse about decentralized identity, uh, decentralized infrastructures, and with all that um, AI-powered cybersecurity and uh, identity-first security will be in the focus of ERC-23. Yeah, I'm in the lucky situation that I, I will be there. Um, I highly recommend to everybody that you join us there and join the discussion. Um, let's wait and see. This is just, uh, for, for, as we are recording this right now, in uh, mid of March. Um, it will, it's just two months um, in the future, but two months can be long when it comes to such evolving technologies. And let's see how things have changed until then and how we can also, um, yeah, um, provide insight and, and, and guardrails when it comes to that uh, discussion around AI in all these different types of um, technology areas that we are covering and in society. Uh, thank you very much, Jörg, for being my guest today. Any final thoughts that you want to pro provide before we close down? Yes, just that one thought. Don't fear AI. It will help you a lot. And it will free our minds to care for the real big problems like global warming, like stopping war. Um, let those AIs do the things you don't like to do. 
Perfect. So th do the heavy lifting by AI and do the really interesting stuff through people. Yeah. I think that is a very positive expectation and a positive outlook on that. Looking forward to continuing that discussion, meeting you in Berlin um, in early May for the EIC conference. For anybody interested, reach out to our website and register and join us there either virtually or in person. I would love to hear your opinions about that as well. And as always, if you have thoughts, questions, um, and any any kind of contradictions, leave them in the YouTube section below in the comments and let us know um, how we can cover that in a different way or in the same way. In, uh, in, endorse us and recommend this video. Uh, let us know how you want to do, continue that discussion. And I think Jörg and I are happy to receive your feedback just by mail. Reach out to us and let us know. Thank you very much, Jörg, for being my guest. Looking forward to having you very soon. We should have done this earlier. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.